Hey, Grand Geeks, this is Tyler. I have a few updates for you. I'm going to try to get them done as as quick as Flash is ruining everything in the Flash TV series. So first off, we have a new web series called Fangirls Plus Boys about two geeks, Tina and Aaron, living with their geeky friend Skylar, where they argue about D&D, they battle ghosts, and of course, they also argue about the Oxford comma. Available on our website at thegrandgeekgathering.com and our YouTube channel, The Grand Geek Gathering. Our second announcement is that we've been streaming on Twitch for the past month, and I am excited to announce that not only is it just going to be me streaming, we're going to have more streamers for you. David has already started streaming, and that just made our Twitch page a whole lot more fun. And don't forget that every Thursday, I am still playing through the Kingdom Hearts series, and how about that Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer? Isn't that amazing? For quick updates, check out our social media. I'll be posting them up as soon as possible. Our last and certainly the sweetest update is that if you are planning to trek down to Southern California for WonderCon, boy, do we have good news for you. We've been invited to have not only just one panel. No, 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 Gusto. We've been invited to have two panels. That's right. We are holding two panels at WonderCon 2018 in Anaheim, California from March 23rd to March 25th. I can't really give you any more information, but let me tell you, these are two Awesome panels with some fantastic guests, and I can't wait to let you guys know whenever they let us let you know. Basically, check our social media and everything else. I'm going to let you guys go. Thank you so much for listening to me, Babylon, and I hope you enjoy this awesome show. Thank you. Welcome to the Indie Comics section. Join us as we take you through the pages of some of the best stories and art that's available in the comic book industry. From trivia to book discussions and to interviews, this is Indie Comics. What's that sound, Jeff? I don't know what the jingling is, man. That's not me. I don't know. It's my cat. But it's also the sound of a new indie comics. That was a really terrible opening, and Eric's going to give me that crap for is, it. But it but... is a new indie comics regardless, and we have two awesome guests on. One of them's a reoccurring, our first actual reoccurring guest. I sound so announcery. I hate it. Um, but anyways, uh, D- or who are you? I'm sorry. I forgot to tell you. Oh, What's who that? am I? Oh, well, I'm just Jeff. I'm just the guy, <laughs> the other half of the guy on indie comics that's always with you. <laughs> no, Maddie is sick, unfortunately. She's, she's not here today. But we have two amazing guests. We have DJ Kirkbride. DJ, how, how have you been for the past two years? Hey, hey, I'm doing all right. Uh, two years, lots happened. Ups and downs, some sideways, but uh, I'm here. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. Hello, Tyler. Hello, Jeff. How are you guys doing? (laughs) We're doing well. We're doing well. We get to talk to you again, which is always a blast. And uh, we also have a newcomer on, and your writing partner. better. And he's... uh, (laughs) He's the hall to my oats. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, wow. He's the greatest dancer I've ever met. The man, the myth. The legend. The bearded legend. The eighth wonder of the world. Adam P. Nave. It's, it, oh. it is Nave, right? Like, that's not... Like, it is it is Nave, yes. Good. It's, it's not I mean, like... Knave. It was originally... Knave. 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 It was Knave. Knave, originally. Double, double. I, I still do claim that the P stands for Tiberius, but the P is silent, so... Yes. <laughs> that is true. I've said this... Also, just so everybody knows, do you guys know, like, the uh, there's, like, a beef jerky, and it's called Crave? It's K-R-A-V-E? I know. I, I do know about but that. I want that so. now. I, I, Every time I see it in a grocery store, I for a second think it's Nave, and I'm like, "Wow, Adam's got a new gig." Yeah, it pays better I than comics. Well, yeah, the Nave it's jerky. almost as delicious. Maybe we should, maybe we should have a knockoff of it. The Nave jerky, <laughs> the Nave. Jerky. I like it. That's what I see. <laughs> anyway, I need, I, need to de- I just wanted to de- derail the podcast before it started. Oh, hey, it's everybody. all good. We're, we're, we're learning more about each other, like way, like with me, like with McPhail. <laughs> like I, I need, I need something like a, like an. I feel like an energy drink. Like, like, do you need a little, like, my last name's McPhail, so PH. You go, do you need a little fail in your life? PH fail? Like, PH fat? I'm done. Nice. I, should, I should really. I like it. There you go. And that's why I'm not a writer. But more um, energy is going to make you the mix. <laughs> but more energy is going to make you mix success or something, is what I I'm know, wondering. right? Oh, man. Okay, it is February 2018. Almost said 19. Just hoping. Um, and we, are, <laughs> we have chosen the once and future queen. And I am oh, holding right so now good. the entire volume. And um, Adam and DJ, whoever wants. So actually, let's hear from Adam. We haven't heard from Adam before. Adam, what is the Once and Future Queen about? It's about a uh, chess prodigy who lives in Portland, who travels to England for a chess tournament, and discovers that she is, in fact, the Once and Future Queen of the world, and pulls Excalibur. Oh. And then hijinks ensue. Oh, snap. Because, <laughs> God damn it, there should be hijinks. There's oh, oh, so many hijinks. The highest of jinx. <laughs> Uh, DJ, what's your favorite hijink in this? 
Oh, uh, actually, my favorite hijink is uh, <laughs> in the book. Uh, or in the book, it's Space Merlin. I I get a kick out of uh, just the old fifties sci-fi astronaut design and um, and the way that we uh, write his dialogue. I, I really like the guy. He's fun. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I think my favorite hijink actually is well, it's in the book, but it's actually a, a hijink of the creator type. Oh, um, and the infamous way I fucked us up. <laughs> I, I don't know why, but like when DJ, when you were saying like, oh, like you know, Merlin in space, you know, like you kind of said with like this intense intensity that I, that I, I kind of like imagine the one guy who pitched, you know, Jason in space, like you know, in a boardroom. And it was like, well, what do we do uh-huh. with Friday the Thirteenth? Well, how about Jason in space? And then they were just, I don't know why, it just made me think about that, and that that made no sense whatsoever. So let's go to the next no, question. No, that's actually that's actually <laughs> kind of how it happened, though. To be fair. <laughs> When we first, when we and DJ were first developing this, we hit on the whole like what we should do, you know, like an Arthurian thing. We'll have this, this woman who who pulled a sword instead of a guy. And we'll do all this, and it's like, well, what do we do with Merlin? And I think it was actually DJ. I think it was you. who was just like put him in a space suit, and there was well, just yeah. dead silence on the call for a minute. I was just like, I. It, well, it, yes, obviously. <laughs> no, that, that's when we know we have a good idea. If one of us, like, so usually, if I say something that I think is real, I, something dumb, and then Adam pauses, <laughs> not. I know just to let it go. Don't get upset. Let him process. Right. <laughs> and then often he'll make it ten times better. But actually, Space Merlin was like years ago, back when Adam and I were just we were sweet baby youths, and we were trying to come up with pitches all the time. And I just like write down ideas, and one of them was Future Ghost. Oh, I thought it'd be like I wanted the idea of like a ghost who's from the future, and people believe he's a ghost, but not that he's from the future. I don't know where that that didn't go anywhere. So I thought let's make Merlin our future ghost. Because I can't let anything go because I'm afraid that my ideas will run out one day. So, yeah, that's my favorite hijink. But, uh, Adam, what was your favorite hijink? Oh, well, you – oh, God. So <laughs> Nick Brokenshire, the, the fabulous artist on the book. Also was singer, vi- guitarist. It's true. Weightlifter. Oh, snap. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, he was over in Portland for a uh, convention. I think it was Rose City. Was it? Yes, yeah, it had to be Rose City. World famous Rose City Comic Con. All right. And um, my roommate actually took him and and our other guest um, to go fuck up off the mountain. <laughs> so and, who the other guest know, was? Oh, Alex Packnadel. Sorry. Oh, okay. Just dropping names. Just dropping names. No big deal. Yes, I was trying to not to drop names. I was having I was having lunch with I don't know if you've heard him Brad Pitt and uh... <laughs> <laughs> no big. We were in and out. He got a double double animal style. <laughs> <laughs> and we were at Wendy's. That was the weird thing. No, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's Brad Pitt. He can do what he wants. Yeah. Yeah. He ordered a side of abs. They just had to go. They actually go made it circle the, uh... at Wendy's. <laughs> do we do? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? They actually made the patties circular for Brad Pitt at Wendy's. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's, that's the kind of power that you get. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, sorry. Sorry, uh, Adam, go on. Sorry. Oh, sorry, so, sorry. yeah, no, my, my roommate goes with them up to the uh, Timberline, you know, up up Mount Hood. Um, and I just hung out here with DJ because I had to work. And they come back, and Nick's telling us, you know, all about how, like, the the area looks really familiar to him. And then just shares some, some geological similarities. And somehow I got it stuck in my head that he had mentioned Cornwall. <laughs> okay. Nick being from Scotland meant fucking scotland oh, <laughs> we were developing this so, i had it in my head yeah. well portland and cornwall apparently look alike so we can totally do this because that's a thing <laughs> and nick didn't think anything of it because we didn't actually say it to him yeah and so we just go ahead with the book and he's like fine whatever and he's uh. just like you know stupid americans that's cool we'll just run with it and it wasn't until like the third or fourth interview that dj and uh, i did where we were Someone's saying, in trouble. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Nick sent the cops for me now. Um, oh, shoot. Like, Is that me? Yeah, I, I live in L.A. That's just normal. It's Go all on. good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's totally fine. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it, was like, it was like the second or third interview about like the book where Nick finally sent us an email and was like, why do you two keep saying that Cornwall looks like Portland? Because this is not a thing. I'm like, I went to public schools and I haven't traveled. <laughs> <laughs> It's a wonderful uh, comparison is oh what man. it is. Yeah. Well, I've only... Right, but, you know, so it's a huge part of the book. Like, you know, like there are portals right. and we're thinking, okay, 
like, yeah, it's going to be this. And I don't know. I, I go along with it because Adam's much smarter than me. So I believe everything he says. <laughs> and for once, he led us astray. But no, no, no. I, I thought oh, the same no. thing. We oh. both thought the same thing. Oh, man. 100%. <laughs> but it still works, right? You guys didn't. You guys didn't hate it, did you? It works. Yeah. In the book? Don't worry about it. Well, I've only read the first two issues. I haven't read it yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no. We, we do the interview first, and then we do our roundtable discussion where we talk oh, about yes. the book. Ah. We do it yeah. differently. Yeah. We, do, we go in blindsided. So we, we, want, we, want, we, want the, we want the intel first. <laughs> this is like, it's like the, the Mark Maron style of interview. Like, I don't know anything about you. Let's talk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I already read the first two issues, though. But I think you have two, Jeff, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. Yeah. So I have not. Are they good? I haven't read them. <laughs> I would. I, I would suggest them. They're they're, they're written by two by, by two really creative people. But one, I'll put them on my reading list. Yeah. But one one of them's a little bit more smarter than the other one. I've heard just through the grapevine. Yeah. One <laughs> yeah. of them let the entire team down. And um, <laughs> uh, already the blame game. Oh man. Okay. It, it gives us a good story though. Yes. Yeah, true. Does. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. let's talk about your protagonist. What do you? I mean, you, this is your second female protagonist. So, um, which is awesome. Let's, let's like. So, what? What about her? Like, what? How did she come about? Why? Why a female protagonist? Um, well, actually, it's our second together, but Adam had a series, um, uh, Artful Daggers, that had a female protagonist as well. But I, I seem to only write dudes solo. I don't know what's up with that. But, um, yeah, see, yeah, so that, far. That, that is weird. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think that's <laughs> so far. I think it's partially my fault. Like, most of, and, and I say this, but, like, you know, I have a few male protagonists, like, in, in some of my novels. But, no, mm-hmm. I tend to stray away from, like, writing, like, straight male leads at yeah. this point, because we have a lot of those. There's yeah. so many. Um,. <laughs> You guys, I'm looking not at my write another one. Like, if 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 the world was like, you know, we're not going to do this. Like, there are going to be no new stories with straight white men. Yeah. As the as yeah. the lead character for five years, we would still be in a deficit. I would. I would. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It's fine. I'm a straight. Yeah. Right. No, but yeah, Adam and I like when we we write. Um, I mean, some of it. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it all comes pretty naturally, but. Yeah, like we we like uh, you know we both grew up reading comics and identifying with the characters and um, yeah, you know so we wanted you know it's, and these are adventure stories. It's not like we're yeah. delving into the meaning of what it means to be female or anything. I don't feel qualified to write that, but yeah, like it's just a cool person picking up a sword and rocking it out and saving the day. I don't care what the gender is. Yeah, you see? know, and um, and it gives the kids a, an opportunity to look up to somebody and you know, as I got, when I was a kid, I wanted to be Clark Kent because I didn't even have the imagination to pretend I'd be Superman, but like, maybe I'll be Clark Kent. I'll be that good. So, um, yeah, Yeah. I'll settle for that. So yeah. So we wanted to do that. Yeah. Like aspirational characters for all genders and races. Yeah. Give us a few more comics. No. And that, and that's great. That's, that's what we need. That's what comics need right now. It's like, we need, we need strong, you know, female and just, you know, a bunch of characters that we just don't see often. I love it. Like I love Amelia Cole. Like I've, said before we we did we covered amelia cole two years ago and that's one of my favorite book series like i i love it i didn't want it to end i was so sad but um oh, thank you of course Thanks. like i have i have all the five volumes right it's five yep yes yeah, sir. I have all five volumes and the omnibus that you can buy on amazon.com right now or your local gift yes. sh- or i said gift <laughs> shop local comic book store what is you wrong know with comics me? are gifts like they every are. comic shop to me is a gift shop yeah especially yeah, exactly. yeah. you were not wrong there Tess. yeah especially with all the pops now too especially. oh well yeah <laughs> I call them Wonder Emporiums. Did I make that up? No. No. Go on. I'm pretty What's sure happening? Dustin Hoffman had something to do with that. Oh, heavens. Yeah, that was horrible. What is wrong with me? I know. I was like, I didn't want to talk about him anymore. Sorry. Go on. It's all good. That's just oh, man. I, didn't think... <laughs> I was talking about the movie, like how horrible that movie was. I know, I know you were. And I'm like, can I? I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know either. What were we talking about? Comics. Yeah, we're talking about comics. And, and uh, okay, Jeff. It's okay, well. Now. <laughs> I hear so much good stuff coming out about this. Now, obviously from Tyler, because he can't stop talking about it, but (laughs) what excites you guys most about this series? What do you love most about this particular comic right here? Straight from you guys. If you just had to say it off the top of your heads, what do you love most about this? Adam, go. (laughs) (laughs) Go, go, Adam. I I just enjoy the hell of breaking Arthurian legend. Okay. I mean, I grew up with it. I, I love it. You know, I... Arthur and Legend is so much fun, and it goes so far back, and yeah. there is no real strict canon. Nope. You know, something like Peter Pan, you're like, well, here's the Peter Pan book, like, here you go. But Arthur and Legend is so steeped in an oral tradition, and then right. various translations from, you know, 
written oral histories and additions that there is no actual canon at this point. Yeah. Well, and one th- so it's just it's fun to just kind of walk in there with a blender <laughs> and be like, well, we're going to keep the concept, but everything yeah, about it's going to yeah. be whatever we feel like doing today. We're going to build upon it. <laughs> yeah. part of the, that's part of the fun because, like, it's, you know, marketed as a reimagining, and we said stuff like that, too, or an update. But yeah. really, in the book, uh, spoilers, but everything happened. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, whatever, you know, right. some version of what we all have been told are read or – Maybe like me saw in a cartoon at the local library in Waverly, Ohio, when he was eight. Um, <laughs> uh, Sword and Stone. That was my first uh, uh, oh, yeah. viewing. Um, yeah, but uh, I'm not quite the expert that Adam and uh, Nick are actually. But but yeah, but, like we we like the idea that like all this stuff happened, and then here's what happens next? Question mark. You know, like <laughs> um, that's that's part of the fun of it is, and also it's taking their much more better read knowledge and like with my kind of like cultural osmosis uh, learning of it yeah and kind of yeah and just like putting it in there and get her, get ourselves a stew right i mean yeah. and that really actually helped though, because, <laughs> because me and nick do know arthurian legend fairly well and so whenever we get in this kind of mode of like well we should do this because that's what happens and he'd be like why <laughs> and, yeah. you know he doesn't have the same background in it and it was just so freeing to just be cut loose of well we have to do this because of this well who says so like, yeah. And the dummy, the dummy comes in and goes, "I haven't read a book." <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, that's that, you that's can't read. I don't know geography. <laughs> this is just all a mess. It's a lot of stuff. We all have our pluses and minuses. But no, but that's part of that's part of the fun of it. And also, it, some of the reactions were kind of fun because people be like, "Oh, okay, now we you know we meet like Gwen is, is Guinevere and Lance is Lancelot. We know what happens next." I'm like, "No, you don't know." Yeah. And like we we know what happened, but now we're doing our own thing. Don't worry about it. Have yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah. Read a book, kids. Uh, <laughs> well, and that's the interesting Read a thing. Comic you... book. There, there was a, there, right. there was a bit of a twitch for me at least when there were a few people who were reacting with the whole like, oh well, obviously this character, you know, there's a character named Gwen. Oh, big shock. We're like, well, no shit. We're doing well, yeah. a great legend. Like we are having fun with it, right? Like it's yeah. not like there's like suddenly like beep boop the robot. It no. Uh, that's for volume two, actually. That's yeah. volume so, two, uh, right? That's that happens Lucy. later. I was gonna say yeah. foreshadowing. It's called no, beep boop like and Excalibur. <laughs> but no, there just there were certain tropes which obviously we're gonna play with, and we're not gonna hold them back and act like they were a surprise because yeah. that's just wasting your time, you know. That is that's how we like end up with like. A first issue that probably has enough for a whole miniseries. Yeah. I don't know. Like, but I like waste that. time. Let's like knock it out. Let's do this. Well, maybe I bought both of them there. I do have both of them, and I don't really remember buying a second one or you know going back to second. I don't know. The, those are collectors' yep. items. Hold on to them. Oh, I will. Uh, get them graded. Put them in a vault. <laughs> CGC baby. All right. Oh yeah. I'm yeah, gonna, yeah yeah yeah. Give them a CGC. Wait four months and. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Turn it. Dude, Boom. Headshot. Buy, buy a house. <laughs> buy a house. <laughs> um, but no, I, I love it. I love the tone. I love the fact that you guys did not go Disney-esque with it. You know, I, I, I absolutely loved it. So uh, I really like the tone of the first two issues. I cannot wait to finish it. So, uh, Jeff, did you have another question? Well, it's actually – well, before we move on to more questions, well, one thing I was going to observe about this, what you guys did, did basically with Once and Future Queen, if I might add, you guys actually took the concept that Mark Twain did with Connecticut Yankee and King Arthur's Court, and you went totally unplugged with it is what you did, which is amazing. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that because as, as DJ mentioned, there was an old series, a uh, comic series I worked on that was actually a continuation of Connecticut Yankee. Of Connecticut Yankee. Yeah. yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah, you should check it's, it's it out. It's called Artful Daggers. Um, oh, I don't okay. Know, I, it, you can actually read it for free now. Oh, um, oh, oh. yeah. Arfeldaggers.com, is that correct? I I think so. That's where it is. I, like, I should probably know this, right? Yeah. You say probably. I'm going to I'm gonna write this down for our article so every, so our listeners can... If you go to arfeldaggers.com, there's a link to... Uh, it's on comic or digital. Um, oh, okay. Is it on Comixology as well in case you want to buy it? Not right now. Okay. It will probably show back up. Got it. Sweet. Yeah, so that's funny. Yeah, you mentioned it. it was good, you perceived correctly. That's on the <laughs> yeah. Th- that was the thing that we played with. Um, yeah, there were two volumes oh, of that. What were we gonna say, DJ? Yeah, yeah. Oh. oh, I don't remember. It was a long time ago. I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> it's but, all good. You know, I, I I adore Twain, so I'm sure that I will. You know, keep going back to that. Well, you know, eventually I have to do like Letters from Earth, right? Yeah. Well, what's the future of the series, though? I mean, we I mean we have the volume one uh, came out. So what what is what is kind of going on with it? 
uh, uh, we're not sure yet. We're hoping to do volumes two and three. Um, it is obviously not entirely up to us, given the Dark Horse publishes it. Yeah. And uh, we are still in a bit of a holding pattern. All right. Yeah, we have plenty of ideas. Um, and actually, I'm, I really want to get to volume two because I think it's really fun. And there's actually... I don't want to spoil it because you guys haven't read it, but there's like one pretty big aspect that we don't touch upon that people kind of asked about. Ooh. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're like, yeah, we know <laughs> we got to give out into, you know, like we're very excited. Like it's going to be so cool if we can do it. Um, so yeah, we're, you know, if, if you're listening to this podcast and you think it sounds intriguing buy volume one, yes, please. hopefully we'll get two and three. Uh, Cause yes, yeah, it's, it's just fun. Like we have, it's, I think we packed a lot into this first volume, but you know, and now I'm really excited to try to get to uh, the rest of it. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing about you guys. I always say that, you know, you guys are two of my favorite writers. Um, you know, when you guys work on, you know, on, on this stuff together, and I can't w- wait to read, uh, you know, your the other book as well from you, Adam. Um, you know, I really, uh, I really like the fact that, like, there's always something happening. Um, everything's really, really smart, and you guys put a lot into the story. I, it never gets boring. You don't have like several panels where nothing's happening, or I mean, there's always these things, you guys are inlining things, and, I, and that's why I like. Well, you know, these, these things are expensive. Yeah, yeah. And if we're gonna take your money, we'd like to earn it. Yeah, I wish more writers felt like that. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. I mean, there there is space. I do kind of wish. I, I admit, I do kind of wish that we could still do like a slow burn story. Yeah, comics. Well, comics, yeah. I think part of it these days. Yeah. I mean, watching watching a story unfold is always kind of, I mean. Yeah, I mean, there's that. I mean, it's part of it is Adam and I are very uh, cost conscious. Like, we do want to make sure that people get their, their money's worth. And also, we started really, like, writing together for anthologies. So we try to, like, write six-page, eight-page, 12-page stories. So we got really into the economy of storytelling and of comics and cramming as much story as possible. Um well, well, still having flow. So, yeah, we both love slower, right. kind of more decompressed stories. And maybe one day we'll do one or maybe in volume like, two we'll have something. Yeah. But, and, and meanwhile, look, that's what I do for novels. You know, it's like that's, I just – so I can at least take my time there. Right. But, yeah, God, like th- it's like what, three ninety nine for a 22-page comic? Yeah. you got to have some fight scenes, uh, maybe an yeah. explosion or two. It's getting pretty you know, good like bang for to Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The, fir- the first two issues is packed, and I love it. It's packed with story, mythology, and just kind of like well, character development for sure. And that's what I like. Thank you so much. So, um, again, like that's one thing I love about you guys, and I love about especially Amelia Cole, which I cannot, still cannot talk, like cannot stop talking about. Um, Please don't. I, I, Please I, continue. Well, you know, you know how much I talk about that book. I, th- I think I bring it up almost like, like one out of three podcasts. Like I just, just like bring it up. Just like, just like I can't stop talking about Bigger Bang. <laughs> yes. Bigger oh, Bang's thank you too. both. I do have Bigger Bang you Volume both. One. See I, I, what Amelia. See what Amelia Cola is to him is Bigger Bang for me. I love Amelia Cole too, uh, but for me, it's all about Bigger Bang, dude. Ah, <laughs> uh, you two are warming my cold dead heart. Thank you so much, Adam. I'm so sorry. I for one. For some strange reason, or you, did you? Was that just you, Kirk, uh, DJ? Wow, I just call you Kirk by Jesus, DJ. Uh, was What's that right? just you for for uh, Big Bang and Bigger Bang? Or was that both of y'all? I can't remember at the moment. Um, I, I DJ. okay. Well, I wrote it, and then uh, Vasily Gogsilis uh, drew it, and Frank, who Svetkovic, who letters Once Future Queen, also lettered it. But um, yeah, that was me uh, solo on the old keyboard. All right, clacking nonsense. Cool. Okay. I actually want to direct this question for you real quick. I'm so sorry. I'm hijacking this. I just, uh, this is finally a good segue for me. I am really terrible at segue you guys. And I just ruined it. It's um, true. So, um, true story, bro. <laughs> it's a drinking game. If you listen to our podcast, every time I have a horrible segue, you take a drink. Um, but, um, <laughs> so yeah, so DJ for the last two years, you've done, you know, the big bang and now this book, I mean, what has been going on with you? Like really for the last two years? Oh, um, you know, I, uh, I've been living life. Um, <laughs> working. You know, what's funny is uh, Once in a Future Queen, like we wrote it a long time ago, but it became a much longer project. And when books come out, like that becomes kind of a bit of a job. Yeah. Um, and I do have I do have another book that's like in the works. Uh, but the artist got a kind of more high, a higher profile gig oh. in the middle of it. So he's drawing it now and I'm not writing it. I should just finish it. I have a, it's all plotted out. It's like a five issue miniseries. Oh, okay. And so that, so it's this thing that maybe would have, maybe you would have heard about by now, but you know, I understand he's got to pay the bills, so it, yeah. it'll happen. But yeah, so it's one of those things. And then Adam and I always like got to do, I got to do something else 
with you, Adam. I don't know if you know. I'm going to put it on this podcast right now. Oh, you know what? We will. Official. Yeah, yeah. So, um, oh, make sure. No, no. We'll but, figure uh, that out yeah. in March. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure it out when we're at Emerald City together. Yep. But, um, so, yeah, it's interesting, though. Yeah, this has been, like, as far as what's been published after Queen, there hasn't been much. But, yeah, there's still stuff in the works. Good. Well, yeah, thank do you so much. Thanks, oh. thanks for asking. Oh, of course, absolutely. You know how much I care about you. You're, you're, you're <laughs> my, you're my, y'all are one of my, two of my favorites. Um, cool. All right, all so right, much. Jeff. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop taking over. I can't speak. <laughs> no, you speak just fine, actually. But uh, okay, so at the heart of this, obviously, with your creative abilities, you guys do a whole lot of writing. So what I want to know is. What inspires you to write? We'll direct this toward Adam first and then DJ, and be, and then we'll come back to another question that we previously asked you, DJ, that we'll put to Adam. Then. So go ahead. <laughs> all right. Um, let's see if I can remember all the order of that now. I know. Um, <laughs> no, I, I was I was cursed at birth. Um, my father was a writer. My mother is a writer and an editor. Oh, oh man. So when I was six, when I was six, no lie, I asked my father to tell me like a bedtime story because I'm a little kid, you know? And actually, I think that was the night I decided that I wanted to actually grow up to be the guy who destroys the moon. Because it was a super moon, and it scared the hell out of me. Um, I set my stage right there. But I asked for a bedtime story, and he was like, no, you tell me one. And, um... (laughs) Oh, my. Which, yeah, no, it's... I was pretty much seriously trained since birth in writing and editing. It's what I do. I can't help it. Um, It's kind of the one thing I know. That, That is definitely not a bad thing to have, you know? So. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's the one thing I know how to do reliably, so I do it, <laughs> and I you know I I do discuss it in terms of like a bad drug addiction and that it's unhealthy and I should probably stop. Oh, God. But <laughs> writing is destructive. Um, yeah, you know your your brain runs on carbs. If nothing mm. else, your brain runs on carbs, and you know you have deadlines to meet, and you sit there and you're like, I should write all this stuff, and it's like, well, I'm not really doing it. I'm just sitting and typing. Yeah, right. Like, who cares? And I, I've had days finishing a project where it's like I stumble out of my chair. And I'm like, I don't know how to function anymore. You know, you miss meals, you stop sleeping because, yeah. again, this stuff doesn't pay the bills for us, you know. So it's you're doing all this work endlessly outside of things. It is fairly destructive. I, I do not recommend it <laughs> um, unless you're like me and don't really like your family. So you're not going to miss them. Um, you know, most of your friends are also creative people, so they all understand that they're never going to see you again. Adam, are you? Sh- are we related? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's a, it's a good thing. It's a good thing that it helps you, like, us get along too. It's like we both know we might not hear from each other for a while, but right. it's good. Yeah, like we're still like we're really like great friends, but eh, I'm going to disappear. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's understood you know, basically. Yeah. Well, I mean. You, you're, you're bred into you're bred into this creativity, and you know, are I mean, do you write anything else besides comics? Like, do you ever just write like maybe oh, a play? I got, start, well, I got my start doing horror short stories. Oh, okay. Uh, well, actually, I say I got my start. I got my second start. I I had a bit of a nervous breakdown when I was about eighteen. Oh wow! That lasted until I was about twenty-eight. Um, because my father sold his first story when he was thirteen. Oh. So when I had already racked up like five or six rejections by the time I turned 18, you know, I got my first rejection when I was 12. Like I, I am used to rejection. That doesn't bother me. Yeah. But around the time I was 18, I was like, well, I'm obviously a failure at life oh, um, and stopped writing for like eight, nine years until a friend basically dared me. She was like, you know, I know this guy who's doing this zombie anthology, like pick that shit back up and says, okay. And wrote and sold a story and just never looked back. Um, but yeah, I, I got my start in prose. Really, it's that's what I do. I you know have a bunch of short stories out there, like a collection of those, a few books, and I still do have novels. I'm in the middle of a five book deal now. Oh wow, that's great. Um, yeah, there's the sequel let me to just my say, first, yeah. Oh, I wanted. I was going to interject just in case you weren't going to do that. Um, Adam oh. has a novel out. It's called This Starry Deep. You can get it on Amazon. Ooh. It's basically Buck Rogers gets old, and yeah. it's. The mess with like jetpacks, it's great. I read it, and I'll just say that one of the things is kind of when you read stuff by your friends, um, sometimes it's hard to separate, you know? Yeah. Like, cause it's like, I, I love Adam, so I want to love his book. But what was great about this book is, like, a few pages in, I forgot. I, I didn't care who wrote it. You know, I was just, like, having fun with, like, this awesome wow. pulp sci-fi book. You're and like, I was I'm... in the middle of the sequel, which I want to read. Personally, for yeah. me, you guys had me at Buck Rogers Gets Old. <laughs> well, that's, that, that's all I needed. Right then, this it, it's old deep. people it's in awesome. space. 
You know, I, I, um, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes, you know, whenever like a friend or anybody else, I like, create something, I sometimes will get a little overcritical, you know, because yeah. I, I feel like, oh, yeah. I feel like I want to like, I want to find things that other people may not like and then tell them and just in case, or not tell them, but like at least have it in my head. So if they come up to me and be like, hey, like all these people are saying this, you'd be like, yeah, but, you know, but at least try to help them, you know, and figure out like how they could fix it or, you know, or do something. I don't know. But a lot right. of the times if it's like a, book or a movie that it's, it's unfixable unless they can do reshoots or like right. tell everybody hey, well, no, g- hey give me that deep, hey, give me your like, copy yeah, back. No, the, the story <laughs> deep is out um the sequel called the endless sky is out like sometime in april i don't have an exact date oh, okay um and then i have three standalone novels the first of which is actually coming out this winter which is part of what's driving me insane is just the deadlines on some of these are a little twitchy yeah um yeah. well two new novels <laughs> out this year Adam writes more than I read, and I, I've basically committed to writing a book every six months. <laughs> whoa, whoa, um, that's awesome! I'm, I'm on book three of five. So yeah, uh, Stephen King over here. What's going on? <laughs> so yeah, there'll, there'll be one out. There'll be one out this winter, and then one out summer 2019, and the last like January. We're hoping January 2020. God, I need that motivation. And those, those next three are those, those next three are all standalone. Um, but I'm having way too much fun with them. Oh, that's so cool, man! I can, man, I, man, you two are awesome. I can talk to you guys forever. I don't want this to get too long. Oh, thank you. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I'm also still, God knows, you know, doing a bunch of comic pitches. I think I have like four pitches in the works. Wow. At various stages. What kind of wise words would you give to yourself ten years ago before um, when you came back from that? Oh, then? yeah. In that case, what wise words would you give to yourself then, if you had the ability to time travel, obviously? To, to which end of that, before or after? The, 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 the before, who you are now. What what kind of advice would you give to that um, to that person that was just on that on that verge of that breakdown right there? Like, again, I mean, the thing is that I actually I like my life. I like who I am. Yeah. So I wouldn't want to avoid it and just roll the dice again. Like I I got lucky. Like let's not fuck with that. You know. I, I think it's more just be a little quicker to just fucking relax. Yeah. Like it's it, it's okay. It's not the end of the world. Very little actually is. So far. <laughs> right. Very much a prolific writer you are. You have done so much right there. There's been ups and downs. Now, how about when it comes to the idea of writer's block? How do you get around that kind of stuff? Because, you know, writing is a process. It's easy for some people, not so much for others. Yeah. How do you, how do you deal with it? I, I don't believe in it. Like, for myself, and here's the thing. So there, there are people who totally get writer's block, and I, I understand it, and I believe in it, and I don't think it's a fictional concept. For myself, I know that it's actually writer's lays. Oh. And that's okay, and that's fine. Jinx, by the there way. are days where you just need to just walk the fuck away. Yeah, you know, it's like they, they were totally. Even when I'm on deadline, you know, like again, I'm trying to finish this novel before Emerald City, and I need to. But if that means like I have to like double up my word count one day, but like this day I'm just gonna go and sit on the couch and stare at the fucking moon. If I need it, I will. Yeah, right. So you, you, you know, you need moments of inspiration. I combat. I yeah. combat it. I was going to say, I can bat it by co-writing with somebody who thinks like that. So, like, when I write with Adam, I, I have to write. Like, yeah. I can't let right. him down, you know? You know, that is actually, oh, co-writing with DJ comics, is really like, helpful, artist too. Waiting. So he's an inspiration yeah. to you, yeah. is what solo, you're saying, DJ. I can get stuck. Yeah. I, I am responsible for Adam's success. I firmly Just agree with this. Because he knows me. And yeah. he doesn't want yeah. to make me sad. So he writes so much more than I do. It's amazing. <laughs> Like whether we're writing together and he's like, oh, we got to finish this or whether he's writing his on his own and he thinks DJ really needs to be entertained. Like either way, right. I feel like I'm involved. You're welcome. And thank you. Yeah. No, I, I agree with this assessment. I'm sensing an almost symbiotic relationship between you yeah, two. I know, when it I comes know. To this. You guys like a yin and a yang. It's amazing. <laughs> I, I swear to God, I had I had a notebook, which is no longer the same one you saw last time, DJ. But I have I have a notebook. Um when I'm working out plots and I, I mentally refer to it as my pocket DJ <laughs> because at this point I'm so used to writing with DJ that like, I come up with like a plot problem or a question. It's like, what should I do here? I'm like, what would DJ like, oh, what would he man. come out with? So what you're asking the question, yeah, what would yeah, DJ yeah. do? Right. Like it just, it just, I have that little <laughs> voice in my head, that little DJ voice in my head. Have y'all had a time where you guys had a completely different idea, maybe a, um, like, an end of a end of a story or like maybe a character uh or maybe just a character um like i guess trait 
if y'all had like any like any time where you guys kind of were like, no, I, I, I think this, and no, I think it's this way. Hey, DJ, how real do you want to get on this? Oh, no, get real. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. Be completely honest. <laughs> I was just remembering like the first few issues of Amelia. When we started co-writing, we had the occasional communication issue, by which I mean there was some yelling. Oh, <laughs> oh. we were young. We were, I, we, again, like we hadn't lived in each other's pockets like that. I mean, yeah. we hadn't done that with anyone. And so there is, there's always going to be that, like, I think we should do it this way. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest example for probably both of us is actually a technical thing where when we had to, we had to actually throw out the second and third issue of Amelia. We, uh, we, we replotted the entire series. Um, mm-hmm. After a phone call, we just realized <laughs> we were wrong. And right. DJ wanted to keep the scripts and just, like, revise them. And my way is very much to throw it out and start with a blank sheet of paper. Oh, okay. And we butted heads about that for a good week. Yeah, I mean, oh. and I think part of it, and it depends on, you know, who knows who's right or wrong. For me, I do have this, like, very, I have this fear of finite ideas, whereas Adam knows ideas are not the problem. You know what I mean? It's like, right. yeah. follow ideas are cheap. is the writing. But for me, I'm like, ah, but, 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 but. And there's somewhere in the middle, I think, is yeah. where we both kind of ended up in life. But, like, at that time, we were very – yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like an idea hoarder. Yeah. And Adam's, like, clean slate. Yeah. Right. I mean, and frankly, like, again, like, I've learned to revise better because of that. Yeah. And I think you've learned to, you know, be a little less precious with some of the stuff. And mm-hmm. we, like, said, my, we found yeah. this place in the middle. But, yeah, at this point, like, we have an idea and we're like, I don't know, what do you think? And, and again, TJ's right. Like, I – I tend to approach the if you give me a new idea and I'm not sure about it, my gut instinct is no, while my brain is trying to figure out if I actually mean no. And oh, it's a okay. habit I'm desperately trying to break. Yeah. But right. that's why DJ yeah, mentioned earlier. Like the yeah. you know, he'll say something and just when I go quiet, it means I'm working through the no to an actual answer. Yes. I think at one point I even said, I was like, Adam, don't say no. Oh yeah, no, you just still do. Get back to me. Because yeah, <laughs> for a while I was like, You son of a bitch. Right. This is gold. And, but know. it is one of the most helpful things you've ever done is call me on my bullshit for that. Yeah. Like that – and that's – like I never get angry when you're like, don't just say no. I'm like, no, you're absolutely right. Like I, I need to, to sit with this. And then so, he, says, he says no later, but <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but like you the, know, honestly, it's hel- it, like that's like the healthiest relationship I've ever – you know, like especially – you know, we've had a couple people who have writing partners who have been on the show and, you know, they don't they don't really say anything like that. You know, like really anything like that uh, at, at all, and I feel like that 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 they're always you know not saying the truth. I think it's, it's great one thing that you guys can talk it about it, and like it's it's that's strong. That's a really great bond right there. It's, like, a, it's a process, and we get better at it, and occasionally worse at it. Yeah, yeah, and, that's a good know, point. Sometimes, but we, we get also worse. <laughs> but we also know when we do. Like we make it a point. Like we only see each other in person like once or twice a year max. Yeah. And whenever we do, we always try to grab like an hour or two just to sit around and just kind of bitch each other about each other. <laughs> like gossiping and, about and each just, other. DJ, did you hear about yeah. DJ? <laughs> well, it's just, it's just like a status check. So we can see like, you know, are we getting worse at this? Are we getting better at this? What do we need to fix? Yeah. You know, like because communication between the two of us is <laughs> a key. Like without it, we can't do this. Yeah. Right. right. But that means we have to constantly be aware of it and constantly be checking it. Yeah. Yeah. Like either G chat or for a while we had a yeah. like a weekly phone call. And it's funny, like uh, my wife actually like, talks about like, she really respects my relationship with Adam. Like, you know, it is like when you work with somebody this much, it's there's like a real relationship that develops in a give and take. Yeah. Adam, uh, this is a question that we posited to DJ when we interviewed him in the flesh and everything. And DJ, you could still <laughs> even answer this one. It's so terrible. Sorry. In the flesh. Okay. In the, well, he was in the flesh there. Come on. But anyway. So now this is he had taken human form. <laughs> I mean, unless you just, had some kind of. that one time. Unless that was like a hologram you had going with us the entire time, DJ. I don't know, but. But you, now you're but, flashing back, and you realize we never shook hands. Yeah, right. Oh, no yeah. one else even you know, saw him. I, you know, he was that, dead the whole time. Oh my god! <laughs> seriously, and it never was jib jab. It was just a regular office building. Uh, uh, but but anyway, you can still answer this one too if you have any more you can think of. But primarily, Adam, um, um, who are your literary and/or artistic influences? Oh, good lord! How long do we have? <laughs> At least three more hours. No, I'm just okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe, if um, well, first and foremost, DJ Kirkbride. Right. Secondly, John Bon Jovi. Now go on. Right. No, no, no you're, you're going fine. You just keep going. Um, 
there's, I mean, for a lot of, in terms of how I write, as as problematic and god terrible terrible human being that he was, um, there's a ton of of Mickey Spillane in everything, right? Mm, but again, like from a structural sense, how he structured prose is in literally everything I write. Oh, that's inter- That's interesting that you put it that way because I'm a big fan of Mickey Spillane too. So I'm gonna have to check that but out. It, if you look at and, and a lot of it's in my prose more than the comics, but it still shows up there. Um, a lot of it's just in how he structured sentences and paragraphs. You know, those very short little jabs of sentences with that big uppercut of a you know moment in the paragraph. Yeah, right. It, it's a very tight control of pacing. Um, and it, it's just something that I always like, that's the base foundation of everything I ever write. You know, past that, like, there's a bunch of, of Twain that infects my head, um, and always will. Oh, yeah. A bunch of sure. like, Sam Delaney and, you know, all that. Over on the art side, God knows Keith Giffen. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes, Keith Giffen. I, whenever I don't know, an, like, what artists we're planning for, when I lay out a page, I'm thinking how Giffen would do it. Luckily, we've worked with artists who who yeah. can do it. Yeah, uh, actually, tell Giffen that. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna say tell him when we met Giffen at uh, the Harveys in Baltimore. Like, Ooh. yeah, because we, we come out of the Harveys and DJ's like, look, it's Keith Giffen, and I'm like, yeah, okay. Like, I'm not gonna go say hi. Like, <laughs> yeah. who the fuck am I? Yeah, I like, like, I'm not. I'm not time. meeting my. I'm not meeting my my heroes. Right, and DJ points out like he's like, if there's ever a night that you get to do this, like it, it's yeah. right now. Yeah, you get to go up and say hi to him. So I did, and I was like, you know, like, hey, how you doing? Like, I'm some asshole you never heard of. Um, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, no shit. No, um, yeah. you know, I introduced myself. Why are you talking like, to me, you know, sir? No, I'm <laughs> like, I, I write these comics, and, and he was like, okay, you know, because he'd seen the award. He was there, so he was like, okay, yeah, you're this guy. And I'm like, yeah, I was like, I just got to tell you that, like, this is this is how I think in, in terms of comics, is it always comes back to your sense of layout and pacing for yeah. art. When I'm designing stuff, and he looks at me, and he goes, I thought you'd want to write good comics. Oh. And before I could stop myself, I said, I never said they sell. <laughs> and had this moment of, oh, shit, did I actually just say that? And he claps me on the shoulder. He goes, you'll do, kid, and walks away. And that's like the best. Can you, like, how It was the that? best. Yeah. <laughs> just... <laughs> you got the compliment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was just like, there you go. Like, I, I accidentally yeah. stood my own. Um, <laughs> in the blender. I mean, comic Writing-wise, again, there's a lot of Giffen in there. There's a lot of Mark Wade. You know, his flash run is still just, like, the standard. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right, DJ, who are your, art, who are your uh, influences, sir? Adam P. Nave. Ooh. Um, oh, okay. You know, I, I've heard Lionel of him. Richie. Actually, uh, Lionel Richie. One of them, Lionel Richie for sure, dancing on the ceiling all the time, forever and ever. <laughs> um, actually, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Is it think, 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 think. No pressure, no pressure, no pressure. Uh, well, you know. I mean, for me, Mike, Mike Allred is, yeah, I think, I'm sure oh. I said him last time, too. Yeah, like, I think you did. He's just, actually. yeah, he's like the guy, like, I almost quit buying comics uh, in, like, 95, and then I read Madman Comics number one. I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> nope, I'm sticking around. That was research. Uh, so it's his <laughs> fault. Yeah, I, I re-listened to your episode yeah. a couple days ago to try to get, like, a, um, a refresher. It's a really great episode. So God, you... So you remember way more than I do. Um, <laughs> well, that, that, you're our first. Like, I, in, like, I have no memory. You were the first interview for this format because we had a completely different format before. Oh. Yeah, well, well, well. you were. Yeah, we started. <laughs> we started with you. My, my apologies. <laughs> and ending uh, last episode ever. Goodbye, everybody. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> the end. Click. The end. Um, <laughs> Mic drop. You know, actually, you know what? What comics is really is uh, what comics kind of blowing my mind right now, and everybody's saying it. But uh, uh, Mr. Miracle. By, um, oh yeah. God! Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah. I, Tom King, uh, Tom and, King and, and, and Mitch Gerard. Yeah, yeah. I was at the comics book the other day yeah. reading some of it. Oh my God! But um, and then uh, I don't know what else. Uh, you know, I I really love Copra by Michelle Fifi. Fife? Is that how you say it? Um, actually, I have a volume I'm waiting to read, and I like that because he's like writing and drawing and hmm. lettering and coloring. I think he's making the paper. He's like cuts down the trees and makes the paper, and, <laughs> and then binds. Like it's like this guy melts the metal been, to bend the staples. Yes, yeah, and it's it's just so. It's like you know. It's like if you haven't read it, it's like it started off. It's kind of like he loves Suicide Squad growing up, and just kind of did his own kind of version of it, and it's just become this crazy thing. And I think on a pure, just like a creator doing whatever he wants level. Like I, I really love it and respect it. And if I could draw, I'd like to imagine I'd do something like it. So 
yeah, that that's a really awesome book too. You guys, you're, you're gonna get there. Don't worry. I, well, I can't. No, I won't with the art. Oh yeah, <laughs> maybe the writing. <laughs> you never know. It could be like this hidden talent. You just need to eat like the right. I don't know. I don't know. I I, I, I had no follow for that. <laughs> this is already our second longest podcast. I love it. I, 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 you're we're, welcome. We're gonna go, DJ. You are not. You do not know this question. So we're gonna have to ask both of you guys this. Uh, we started this off, I think, with I keep forgetting who made us. I think it was Mark Guggenheim. It was I don't know. I no, I think it was jo- it was Joshua Williamson. We we talked to Joshua Williamson a few while back, and so we've been asking everybody this question: What is the worst review that you've gotten? Oh God! <laughs> you know what, Adam? Two spring to mind, and they're different ones. Huh? I know what but one I, of I'd them is. I say my worst is. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Well, you say what you think, Adam, and I'll tell you if it's mine. <laughs> well, I was going to say, mine, like, mine personally isn't probably either one of them. Because mine is a solo thing okay. years well, and yours? years ago. No, 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 I want to oh, hear okay, yours. I want to see if we were on the... That's, yeah, that's not mine. No, no, actually, uh, mine is, uh, it's one word. When we've gotten some meh reviews from a certain uh, column. Yeah, 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 we were in the meh, we were in the meh pile a couple times, and that I would rather hate than meh. So yeah, to me, I mean, meh we is stop like, that, right? Yeah, yeah, no, I know. So that's why we don't get them anymore. But yeah, that was a uh, yeah, that was kind of the worst review because like I mean, yeah. one time we got like a we got like a one star out of ten review oh, for Lord. Never Ending it was me, Adam, and uh, Robert Love, and Frank lettered it, and definitely not what? a one star comic. Never ending. You know I mean? That's crazy. Yeah, no, Are you kidding me? It was a- Weird review that was just like that didn't like the type of story that we were doing, and it didn't just like kept... that Dark Horse was doing superheroes, basically. Right, like oh. it, it just had nothing to do with our book. Yeah, so and yeah, so it was so like, that was the BS. But the fact that it had nothing to do with our book doesn't bother me. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, that, that's absolutely. A okay. Thing. Well, it's like yeah. yeah, it's like well, I mean, what 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 does he think Hellboy is? I mean, I know it's not exactly a superhero, but he's. It's close. He wears tight shorts. Yeah. He wears those biker shorts. Yeah, yeah that's true. And, and, and hey, what about like X and Ghost? Yeah. And, uh, Liz's oh, powers. X Barb and Ghost. Wire. Yeah. Come on. Barb Wire. Where? It's comic, right? Yeah. Man, that guy's the idiot. The mask. That guy sucks. Screw that guy. And the well, mask. He just he didn't like he didn't like the cut of our jib, but that that was bad. But no, I mean honestly, for me, like I I love divisive reviews, like the bigger bang and the biggest bang. There's a lot of love and hate with both of those, and that's kind of cool. Yeah. But, Indifference is the worst. Yeah, no, that's fair. I yeah. will personally, I, I, will, I, agree I will personally say I take issue with those that have meh reviews for Bigger Bang personally, because that, that that's Thank just you. offending to me right there, man. <laughs> because I, either yeah, it's like, how can you be mad? Like I can understand you being like I hate this, but I can't understand. I that. mean, yeah, even if somebody doesn't like it, like, right. like if somebody hates it, like you're 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 getting some emotion out of them, so you're just like, yeah, I affected you somehow. Yeah, that's right. You're welcome, fucker. You made you. <laughs> I made you feel things. <laughs> I made you feel things. I'm, I made your life worse. <laughs> but you bought the book. I think the only time like comic reviews annoy me, like good or bad, like just is when they trash the art. Yeah. Because you can say whatever uh, shit yeah. you want about like me, and and DJ. Frankly, you just say whatever you fucking want. Oh no! Um, Adam, protect me. <laughs> But if they're just like you know, like oh, this fucking art sucks, I'm just like oh, now I'm coming to your house. Yeah, you know, it's on. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, because we we've only worked with awesome artists. So yeah, that, right. No, yeah, that's illogical. Yeah. Like if our books fail, it has nothing to do with the art. Y'all gonna Jay and y'all I mean, gonna, I think y'all the, gonna Jay and Tom Bob everybody. Got it. The, the worst <laughs> review I ever got was back when I was still doing horror short stories, and I was doing this novella series, and the second book of it dropped, and I used to also review books like Publishers Weekly and a few other places. And one of my friends who was also a reviewer, we had a saying amongst all the reviewers where there's the occasional book that gets taken to the woodshed. Uh, and woodshed. every now and then, right, and every author, like, we, we would warn people, like, every everyone has a woodshed moment. Like, yeah. sometimes you, just, you get woodshedded. And it, it happens. You write a clunker. And I was coming out of some movie. And I got a text from my friend who, who I knew was reviewing this book. And all she said was, I'm sorry, Woodshed. <laughs> oh. And that train ride home, so I could find out what she had done and, like, read it, was one of the worst. Oh. Are you also <laughs> friends? Oh, yeah. No, I, I haven't talked to her for years, just we travel in different circles. But, I mean, I, I told her then, I was like, you do your job. Like, yeah. it's all good. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, and what you'd, I told you'd her rather then was somebody that, be honest. Yeah, it's true. Right, and... and 
and her criticisms were valid, and they weren't. And I told her how they weren't because it's one of these. When you see book three, you'll see where you're you're thinking wrong on where I'm going, and that's part of what this is. But also the criticism as an individual piece, you're absolutely dead on. Yeah, like I done fucked up. I get it. But when you see book three, you're gonna also apologize to me because you're assuming these things. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, and it's all good. Like you know, whatever. We're, we're joking about it. Book three comes out, and she apologizes because I was right. You know about this one thing, but it was also like it was never like a big. It was never like a, like oh how dare you! But it was just that heart sink moment of that yeah. entire train ride home, just going like how ugly is this gonna be? Yeah, yeah, right. You know, like the actual review could never live up to that. It was, it was like the same thing. Like like you get in trouble at school and you're just like I do not want to go home. You're like no, they already called my parents. Oh god! Like you're like yeah, screw no, yeah. that. I had to tell them I have Saturday school. <laughs> when, when I was eight. My, my grandmother lived in Staten Island, and we used to go out there for a couple of weeks during the summer because when you grow up in, in New York, vacations don't exist. You go, like, spend two weeks in a house in Staten Island to call it a vacation, and, you know, fuck you very much. <laughs> um, and there was this kid who lived next door, and we'd hang out, and he had a skateboard, and neither of us could ride skateboards at that point. And so we were doing, like, the, like, sit on it on, like, a downhill slope and be like, look, we're cool because we're, like, eight. Yeah. Right? And it's right near this, like, church that had a school in it. And one of us, probably me, fell off the fucking thing, and the skateboard went out and went through a window. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. So we grabbed the skateboard, and we fucking booked it. <laughs> and, like, he goes to his house. I go to, like, my grandmother's house. I'm sitting there, and, like, my parents are there, and they're like, what's wrong? I'm like, nothing. And I'm just, like, sitting there with this, like, stone of, like, I'm going to get hung. Like, I'm going to jail. <laughs> and, like, an hour later, as I'm, like, you know, like, writing out my will, you know, desperately, like, <laughs> in, like, blood. You know, like the cops showed up. Oh, oh shit. and I don't know that I've ever been quite as scared in my life. Oh god, that is. That like, is I hid oh. under a blanket. <laughs> no, like, thank I you. I still remember this. Just like maybe if they can't see me, you know, like I can get away with like they won't take <laughs> me to jail. <laughs> Dude, it sounds like this needs to be like the beginning of a comic book series right there. Mm. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. Well, no, it's like you know, like. The 80s and in fucking stuff. No, and the cops were like, "Your assholes, don't do that." The church is like, "Eh, whatever," but don't do that shit. And then they went away. Um, <laughs> which is when I was like, "Oh right, I'm white." <laughs> oh man, and uh, I can just oh, get away God. with shit. That's amazing. Oh man. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, no, that was. That is crazy. Oh man. Alrighty, well, I think that's it. I mean, this, this has been a lot of fun. <laughs> There's nowhere to go that's after a, that. That's a, that's a great way to end it. That yeah. Pretty much, yeah. that tops it all right there. Talking about booking it away yeah. from the crime scene, go book it over to a comic book shop. That yeah. was that's a good so, segue. Oh, yeah, thank you. Exactly. Thank you. I did. It. I did it. I did it. No drink. You did it. No did drink it. for our listeners there. Um, yeah. Success. And, oh man, go pick up the Once in Future Queen uh, from Dark Horse. It's I'm. You know, I'm really happy because, like, like what you were saying about critics and stuff like that, we're not critics. Uh, you know, uh, Maddie, Jeff, and I, we read these comics because we want to love them. We, want, we only say positive stuff because, screw it. Why, why be negative? Like, why, why pick something and just, you know, destroy it? I mean, we also try to pick things that we, you know, know we would like. So, <laughs> yeah, we're very but. selective. But yeah, so but yeah, so you don't have to worry about that. We we um well, we no, love your writing. Worried. Hopefully no, you like it. I really please. hope you enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. But if you don't, let us know. Um, okay. Well, yeah. I don't know. I I, I don't like Nick. Uh, I don't know. I'm not I'm not that kind uh, of guy. Ask Adam for your money back if you don't like it. It's there fine. you go. It's okay. Adam will pay you. You won't get it. But yeah. he'll laugh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he can laugh. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Bring a smile to his face. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. Uh, thanks for listening. Our podcasts are available on iTunes and any other podcast app and our website, thegrandgeekgathering.com. We have articles, video series, um, other podcast shows, and of course, I stream on Twitch. And you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. The music was provided by bensound.com. And you can get the Once a Feature Queen at your local comic book shop on Comixology, Amazon, or you can get it from Dark Horse's own store itself. Uh, we do support local businesses, so please go to a comic book store. And, uh, yeah, so come and join the gathering. Have a great weekend. GGG! Thank you guys so much. You guys are awesome. And, Thank you so uh, much. Goodbye. Right. Thank you. All right. Thank Take you. care, guys. All right.